Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 9 of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Plannerverse with me, Karina Tovmasian, and my co-host, Steve Morton. We are very happy to have you here with us today. We have a very special episode planned for you. Speaking of planning, did you get that, Steve? Planned for you? Mm. Planned? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Our episode today, thanks to Lindsay Jones, is going to be immortalized by her famous saying of planner planning. We are going to be discussing planner planning today. Various sorts of planner pages, how to figure all this out, how to set up your goals, and how to make it happen so that you can figure out a time and a place when you should sit down and how to plan out your planner. Steve, any initial thoughts on this? It's it's what goes onto those pages, really, isn't it? It's it's That's more about matters. not just yeah. what you know. Anybody can have a planner, yeah. Be it any tour, anybody can fill it with pages if it doesn't have them. But it's what you actually put on those pages that matters, really. How you use it, really. And and, and what's the point of having information if you can't access mm. it? I've seen that happen so many times. Mm. Um, People have been like, oh, I I need this piece of information. I don't know where it is. Well, it's in your planner. You just have to identify. You have to figure out how your brain works Mm. so that you can go back into your planner and retrieve the information as you need it and and, and the information that you need. I think that's one of the biggest issues. Um, So as far as inserts, let's talk about inserts real quick because last episode we did uh, talk more in detail about what kind of inserts, but... Mm. I think it's important to discuss tasks versus appointments and goals. And I don't know how you set yours up, but I know for for me, I set up goals for the year and then I break those goals down into monthly, weekly, and daily increments so that on any given week or month, I can tell how far along I've progressed in the goals that I've set up for myself. And so, also, the consolidation, I think this is the part of the planner planning that we're talking about, and I know you do this ritualistically, Steve, is sitting down with your planner and going through to consolidate your day or your week so that you can have some sense of, um, I guess it would be cohesiveness as to where you're at with it. Yeah. What would you say? Despite having a fairly routine sort of, you know, week to week sort of existence, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, <laughs> it's not prison, Steve. It's not yeah, prison. this is true. This is not true. Yeah, um, despite what you may have heard. Um, I think if I sort of just break down my sort of version of what you do, mine's not anywhere near as ambitious as yours. I must admit, and it will seem very far removed from what you do. I would think, in terms of what I do in a year it might really only extend to what travel plans we have um, between myself and Alison. Um, this year, for instance, she's away, I think, in UK about seven times. I think she's in, currently just coming to the end of trip three out of seven, uh, which is a bit crazy. Um, and I have to fit mine in in between, obviously. Um, so they sort of go end up on a sort of year planner and on iCal, of course, so we can both see them. But they're very sort of um, broad brush sort of thing, like 
this week or this date to this date, you know, so and so is going to be in UK. It might not mm. even have the details of what it's what the UK trip is for. That'll be somewhere else. Do you um, print out ag- agendas and travel itineraries onto uh, either personal or A5 size? I do put into my ordinary inserts um, on a week-by-week week basis. Like, for instance, Alison's been away this last week. She's she's back tomorrow. And so she left on Monday and she's back tomorrow because that's the sort of flight's timings. Now, last Monday, for instance, just to give you some idea, I've got her flight details, just literally the flight time, um, what airport she's flying from, because that's, that's important, because it could be one of about four, and I could end up going to the wrong one. <laughs> yes. That's happened um, to me once before. <laughs> and the flight number and stuff like that. Um, not too well. She's obviously flying back to UK. Where she ends up in UK is not my problem, really. She's no, right. That's where she's ending up. But what I also do is um, I also put in a time prior to that, Mm-hmm. on the answer as to what time we're going to have to leave home um, so that we allow for the travel time to the airport and the sort of two hours prior to the um, aircraft leaving. Right. Pick up. Now, do you do that time. with all your other um, appointments that you need to be at or places where you need to be? Do you account for travel time in your planner? Yeah, because anywhere here where we travel to is invariably about an hour from here. You know, in all various sort of directions, it's, you know, you've got to allow sort of 40 minutes Mm -hmm. to an hour to get to them, mostly. Um, It it, it hits on us, you know, when I think about when I come back from uh, UK uh, to France, they might say, oh, it's a nine o'clock flight. Okay, so that's seven o'clock at the airport. What time have I actually get up to actually get to the airport for seven o'clock? And sometimes it's not impossible to do because some of the flights are so early. So you end up staying over the following day. But you don't actually print out that stuff, right? Then you just No, it just gets written written into the existing insert. So I don't actually have it separately. Okay, Um, all right. What we do use is... mm -hmm. um, uh, an, an internet site. I won't say it too loud. Um, <laughs> thing no called one Kayak. Will you if you whisper it. <laughs> oh yeah, a thing called Kayak. What you basically do is you, the confirmation emails you receive, you just forward them to Kayak, and they actually stick them all onto the calendar automatically with all the details in it. We see saves you have to retype it all in again. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. It's not you know, and for everyone listening out there, it's not a sin to use digital. Yeah. Devices and technologies. Yeah. This is not what what using a planner or this podcast is about. We're not here to no. say they're wrong and we're right or anything like that. It really is about finding a mutual association where digital devices help mm. you plan out your life. And if, yeah. if Kayak works for you, Steve, and it already sets everything up in the calendar so that you don't need to think mm. twice about it, then make it happen, Captain. Yeah, make it happen. If, if that works, then go for it. So... To get back to our where we were, as it were, so over a year's, you know, 12 months in advance, it's basically just sort of travel details. I don't do any sort of real sort of task-orientated or goal stuff. Um, I Monthly, mm, sort of, there's stuff I record on a monthly basis. Is it just uh, tracking, though? But it's mainly sort of tracking things that are happening 
in any one month. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you think about monthly, I'm thinking beyond the next week, really. Uh, If it's beyond (laughs) the next week, it's... It's monthly. It's monthly, yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, anything can happen in in a week, really. I really mainly focus, and this is, you know, to get rid of all that stuff um, beyond there. I only really concentrate on the next seven days. So you're technically only planning out seven days in advance unless you know of something that exists in the far future. The stuff beyond seven days is recorded on my um, week on two pages um, in brief note form. And I know where Mm -hmm. I can go to get the full information sort of thing. But the detailed planning happens on basically a seven day cycle for me. So and and do you I'll, plan on note paper or do you do you just schedule things in? How do you do that? It goes straight into my week on two pages, my enhanced um, time management insert from Filofaxi. From Filofaxi. So on one page I've got the appointments. Yeah. On the other pages I've got on the other facing page I've got all of the various tasks. And as I mentioned in the previous episode, that splits up into. Um, tasks for specific days in one column and sort of non-specific day tasks um, in the sort of outer column sort of thing so that then splits I I split that then up into sort of different types Mm. of tasks as it were well see now I know we've we've just moved to a new house and we have Mm. a lot of upcoming projects that I'm going to be setting up for the house Mm. do you set up projects for your home as well within the tasks or are those separate tabs that you've created then? Nope. Never got around to sort of ta- sort of planning to that sort of level of detail really. Okay. If, if it was a sort of a house-based thing, I'm trying to think now, like, I don't know, sort of building... Well, the driveway, for example. You guys the have driveway, driveway for driveway done. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't really done in my planner, to be honest with you. Um, the Noting the dates when we might expect the builders to turn up was noted in the planner. Mm. But the actual nitty gritty of, you know, the dimensions and all that sort of thing, that ended up in a separate folder. Okay, um, so you do have that, but just not in a planner. Yeah, yeah, but not in a planner. That was. Do you have like done... a house planner that you use, a house binder or something? No. No. No, it's. <laughs> it's would drive just... me nuts. <laughs> yeah. I can't. No, it, it, I it's either in. It, it's always in in. It all goes into my A5, or it's you know, if, where both of us are involved in something they tend to sort of not happen in planners it, it tends to go off into sort of it's done on paper a lot of it's done yeah. on paper yeah um but Alison tends to work on sort of you know free sort of a4 folders and you know she sticks it in a document box or something like that she's got a document box just about the driveway upstairs I came across it yesterday actually um and it's got all sorts of drawings and sort of receipts and she still get, she's still in the habit of printing off emails and stocking them in there and she'll keep everything for seven years and i know why and i know why it. because people yeah. can't deal with emails they just yeah. have to have a printed mm. tangible form of that because yeah. you never know some kind of crazy electromagnetic field may wipe out your computer and then where are you at no receipts at all yeah <laughs> completely done <laughs> now when when is your uh day or days what days do you set up for planner planning I tend to sort of do it last thing on a Sunday night because I have a, another Skype chat thing with 
my it's what Alison loosely terms my old geezers chat. Um, it was a bunch of retired engineers like myself, and I'm the youngest, so that says a lot. Um, around about, which normally finishes about 10 o'clock, well, time here on a Sunday night. And then after that, I tend to, that's when I'll sort of sit down, do my journal for the day, and then start looking at what I've got to transfer across for what things I'm going to do in this next week sort of thing. Um and I'll mostly do that last thing Sunday night or first thing Monday morning. What I hate doing, mm. and this just shows you how dependent I've become on my planner now, is if I suddenly come down here and sit down on a Monday morning and I haven't done that task, I feel sort of totally lost as to what should I be doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. it's so because you've gotten yourself into a routine where you know that there's you're actually setting yourself up for success on Sunday mm. when you set yourself up to plan yeah. out your week. And I think that's the same for me for whatever reason, Sundays, either Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings, depending on where I'm at, um, I tend to want to consolidate my week and see what worked and what didn't work. Now, I unlike you, I do set up weekly goals. I'm not averse to that. <laughs> and so <laughs> I don't mind bettering myself a little. I'm not Miss Perfect, although people may think that I, I think of myself as that, but I'm not. And so, for example, um, I'll set up uh, if there's any medications that I need to take or if there's any reading that needs to be done, um, any kind of different inserts that I've been trying to use, for example, I'll make those little goals mm. and just put the top three on my daily sheets so that I can track through the week and remind myself that the focus of this week are just those top three things. If everything else just dies out in a chaos, then at least I will have accomplished three things by the end, end of the week. And those three things were the things that I've set up for myself at the beginning of the week. So um, as far as, the, so I plan out daily but that happens on a weekly basis, if that makes sense. So every mm. week I sit down and I plan out what's going to happen on a daily level. And I plan out all the way through the end of the week like you. But I also have monthly planning sessions where I set up a master task list of all the things that have whatever loose ends have not been completed in the month prior. I, I list them out and then I look through and see absolutely anything that is bothering me. So if, it, if it's important enough to keep me up at night, it's going in the planner. If it's something that needed to be done and it just hasn't gotten around to getting done, I will put it in a monthly master task list and then break down that task list in weekly or daily functions as needed. Um, now, I, I don't know about other people, but the whole point of having a planner, I think, is to be able to track your success mm -hmm. and, and to remind yourself of where you're going. And I, I think creating uh, an outcome in your mind and creating a vision of where you see yourself in the following week or month is very important to deciphering what kind of goals you want to set. So I know you said you don't really set goals, but I'm going to challenge you, Steve, to try and set a goal for next week. And why, why do we set goals? I think goals are just there to allow us to become better versions of ourselves. I've actually yes. got on my planner here five things written down. Okay. Um, that <clears throat> the jobs that I've been meaning to do, and these five things have been on how many weeks now? This is one, two, mm -hmm. 
three, four, five, mm-hmm. six, seven. Well, some of them about seven or eight weeks. <laughs> they and they're still not to... done, right? And they're, they're still not complete. done. Okay. But they're not sort of st- things that are sort of, you know, in, in, no one's going to die if they don't get done sort of tomorrow sort of thing. Right, so they're low-priority They are low-priority things, and they're just things that I want to do. But those five or six things, um, you could triple that. If, uh, it really sort of was to sit down and think through all of the jobs that maybe I think that I want to do, or Alison keep, keeps mentioning that we should do at some stage. Um, and it, I think the risk for me would be I would be overwhelmed with a to-do list that would be just so huge. Um, ah, so this so comes the down other to extreme. the way it's that men, are, and men and women are wired. Because see, for a woman, when we see that task list, we just think, okay, well, we'll get to it when we get to it. And yeah. it can be prioritized. Don't don't forget that, Steve. Yeah. You can make a master task list. And Allison, this is for you, sweetheart. If you're listening, I got this. Don't worry. Steve, write it down. You know, you don't have to have the woman remind you 45 times about something. And here's how you do it. Mm. You write it down in a master task list, and then you start numbering them in terms of priority. So all the fives, for example, are top priority, for example. Mm. And then you just hit the top five of the fives for that week or that yeah. month. And then you push everything down the line. But as you go through, you'll see your list list getting smaller and smaller. And wouldn't that, as a guy, make you extremely excited? It would do, but I yeah. suspect it would keep being topped up by other stuff going on. But you could then prioritize them as yeah. lower-end items. And then imagine this, at the end of the year, you can have a huge bonfire with all the master task lists that you've done and completed. I will try. <laughs> For, for now, this is my, this is my, for my homework for this week, Mom. I will start. I will try. I, I will so, start so doing. So, getting back to goal big... planning, though, I, I want to encourage everyone to do some goal planning. And I'm a big proponent of vision boards. I think if if you see and you can visualize where you want to be and where what outcome you want. I think it's important to also visualize the process. People end up wanting to focus on the final goal and not focus on the process, and the process is very important. So if you say you're going to exercise, okay, great, don't just visualize yourself at the exercising, but also see yourself on a daily level. What three steps can you take towards improving your health so that you are a better version of yourself today than you were yesterday? And I think that's part of the planner planning that I really enjoy. Mm is being able to sit down and take apart where I was mentally last week dealing with certain issues and now where I'm at this week. And the only important thing is that you have to keep making progress, even if it's small. And that's why we talk about small and permanent habit changes, not big and permanent habit changes, because big and permanent usually doesn't go together. It's usually small and permanent. So as far as being, one of the tricks I have is being able to sit down with my planner and visualize a perfect day. Mm-hmm. So what would that look like? What time would you wake up? What clothes would you be wearing? What foods would you be eating? Who would you be spending time with? And if you can visualize this, then I think you have a very good chance of, and writing it down, of course, not just visualize it in your mind, but writing it down on paper so that you can take a look at that and see how that transfers out to planning. That, that perfect week might be a 10-day week. <laughs> 
<laughs> a 10-day week. <laughs> yeah, with those three days not doing what you normally do, you, they, they would right. be the time in which you have had some real time off. <laughs> well, and that might be it. You may be suffering from some burnout where yeah. you just need a couple of days to collect yourself. But I think what people do is they end up looking at other people and comparing themselves with what other people are doing. And that's the wrong way to go, I think. Mm. I think the only thing you should be comparing yourself to is yourself. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're a lot more comfortable with your planner this week than you were last week, then you're doing something right. And so how do you navigate? Well, th- th- even before we get into that, do you decorate your planner at all, Steve? I was wondering when you were going to ask that question. <laughs> I'm just going to jump right into it. The only decoration I do is floor, walls and ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't decorate my planner. Um, but in seriousness now, um, to decorate or not, you know, should you do it or shouldn't you do it? I think if if it helps sort of sort of delimit your week in some way or form to help you focus on you know important days or important tasks decoration for me um, is almost akin to color coding entries and things yes. you know and you can use the different colors that you use as a priority thing, um, you know, if let's, for instance, use an example of, say, an entry in red as um, a must do on that day at that time sort of thing. Maybe one left down from that might be a sort of a, a green one, which might happen. You know, it doesn't matter whether it doesn't happen or not. Or and then other colors in between or other colors might be used for non-priority things but are just sort of things to note down like um your husband's shift pattern or something like that 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 has a big um impact i would think on on people's planning and and planning around family tasks things you know if you've got a husband who works shifts you've got kids going to school and all their um trips out and the days when their sports kit has got to be washed and all this palaver, trying to keep all that, all those, juggling all those balls in the air at any one stage must become a major um, planning nightmare. Um, you know, when you haven't got kids at school, um, it's a little bit easier in some respects. But when you've got a plan for them as well as yourself uh, or yeah. a, a mixture of the two. Well, then it's not really decorating then, is it? It's really just part of the planning system that allows yeah. you a visual uh, experience of your planner yeah. so that you can now, quickly identify the moving parts. The people that use different stickers, for instance, mm. to signify things in their planner, that's a clever way of cutting down the amount of space that each of those entries takes up. Particularly for for repetitive tasks. Yeah. So you might have, I don't know, I'm thinking off the top of my head, like a sports bag um, sticker that you put in for little Johnny's sports day on each Thursday of the week or whatever. And of course... Right. Instead of having to actually write in Johnny goes to soccer game or whatever. Right. And so So I think that's what's important though, to identify. That's then allowing you to maximize the... You know what limited space you might have in your yeah. planner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. By alter- using, um, you know, little symbols, if you like. So I wouldn't really consider that to be 
decoration. I, I think, no. and I think we need to draw the line here because I, I decorate my planner, but the only decoration I put in it is one strip of washi tape at the bottom of each sheet. And mm -hmm. it, it's actually a functional thing because it allows me to see very quickly if, by looking at the side of my planner, which is the current day because right. all the sheets have been used up that have washi tape on them. And two, I, I don't know about anybody else, but my planner makes me want to be a better person. I really like getting and sitting down with my planner. There is a sense of joy and peace and serenity that comes over me when I have this time. And so it's not that I want to sit and lay out all these stickers on my page because I, I want to have a place where my stickers go because I don't do that. And kudos to anybody that does that. Congratulations. Mm. If that's what works for you, then that's great. But that's not planning. I think it's important to look at, at decorative items or colors or anything visual as an aid to being able to go deeper into your planning so that your planner is actually serving a purpose and not, doesn't just have um, decoration. Because otherwise you just have a sticker book then, isn't it? Right? If you've just got stickers yeah. in there and you've got nothing else You just else have going a scrapbook. You, it wouldn't be a planner. It would be... Right. It would be a scrapbook. And so yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want, no. that that's works for you. But we are talking about planning. And so, for example, I have the monthly, weekly, and daily inserts. And I think it's important for me to be able to see visually on a monthly level what's happening at a bigger scale and a weekly level to a little slightly more detailed scale and on a daily level a very detailed scale mm. of, of all the moving parts of my life. And if I do mm -hmm. have any kind of stickers or decor, when I color code, I'm one of those people that color code, then what you'll see is variations of colors that throughout the week will tell me if I have spent too much time in the house or if I've spent too much time working. So mm -hmm. if I have, for example, I use red for work. If I see too much red throughout the week or throughout the, the month, then I know yeah. I need to focus on other things. And that draws my attention very quickly uh, to areas that I need to focus on. And that's why I set those top three goals, because mm -hmm. each one of those goals are from a various different section in my life so that I can have... Uh, I can pay attention to the entire life as opposed to only one p portion of it. Does that make sense? Hmm. One th what I use for um, finding things in my um, organizer quickly are the today markers. I just have He's them holding clipped up in. The black floppy filofax ones. The black floppy filofax. So I have one in this week in my sort of week on two pages. I have another one at the monthly page for the blog posts. I don't know what the rest are. Oh, the next the next one in is uh, in the, my sort of information section. Mm -hmm. So they they allow me to just well the two main ones just allow me to flip backwards and forwards uh, very quickly yep. between those two sections, and I find those you know. I use two of those as well, but yeah. I also like to use the washi tape because yeah. it allows me a sense of a clean slate, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. It allows me a sense of having a clean slate to start off with, and every week looks different and can be themed differently. Now, I don't do all the weekend is here and uh, I don't know, whatever. Everybody else got little boxes, little boxes of sticker boxes. Have you seen those? Or, or little trolleys full of them. Exactly. And so, no, I just leave the pages blank. I do have designated stickers for particular activities that are repetitive. So, for mm. example, laundry for me 
will have a repetitive sticker that I don't need to specifically write out laundry and save that slot for something else I'm actually going to write out in. It's when it comes out the top of the laundry head. basket that I um, have to yeah. attend to it. You don't even do the laundry, do you? I do. <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. my job. <laughs> I do the ironing as well. I'm what a... I do actually have, and I, I don't know if I've shown you this, Steve, um, a couple of times, is this um, planner color key that I have All right. on acetate so, paper. Right. And so I've put the colors of the colors that I use to color code right. and what they... Yeah, that, that what, would be my thing. This would be trying to remember all the different colors that well, I Well, that's use. why I have a color key, you yeah. see. <laughs> because I don't want to have to remember. That's why I write it down. <laughs> So, so, what tips would you have for our so audience of, for this well, week? Well, not necessarily a tip as such this week. Um, one thing that occurred to me um, when we sort of started on this little episode was there are people in our community, bless them, that actually spread um, their love of decorating the planet on a weekly basis. And they call it their My Week. And quite a lot of them this is started about four years ago by um, Angela who is paper love story and she started off doing it just herself and then got others to do follow her um, lead if you like until the whole group of them started doing it and Angela started to bring all these posts together now she went off and did medical school and god knows what else and I've sort of taken over from where she was and on every Tuesday afternoon uh, my time um, in amongst the web finds the video part of the web finds below there is a section called my week and it's those blog posts that people have done They're normally not that many but if there are any other people out there that would like theirs included please contact me but what I don't do now and you know you heard it here first folks is I don't include the numerous decoration videos that there are on YouTube now yeah. um, in the links because there's just so many of them. And, and people do get caught up decorating so much that they forget to plan. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. yeah. It, it, that, that is the sole um, focus is the, the what the colours they've used and what washi tape and all the rest of it. We never see how they actually how that week ended up for them uh, sort of right. after the event it's always in advance maybe um but the, the the people that do them the my week blog posts do tend to do the after the event and they sort of say well i set this theme up but this is what actually happened in my week and yeah, they do yeah. pixelate some stuff out but you can generally sort of and there is a bit of narration with it as well as um just the the picture yeah well where can we find you steve you can find me at the usual place of filofxe.com and travelersnotebooktimes.com and you can find me at the streamlinedlife.blogspot.com and on instagram as karina tovmasian i hope you'll use your planner this week may it be a good week and may all your to-dos get checked off <laughs> <laughs>